This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. Acknowledge that life is joyful. This is what I mean by, he says, when you acknowledge that life is joyful, you're able to say, I do not know what I'm doing in the moment. Young people say amen to that, okay? I do not know what I'm doing, dude. I have no idea what I'm doing in the moment. Actually, I wish Colton was here because I was praying for Colton about this. And I was like, bro, you need to hear this, man. I, bro, I have no idea what I'm doing in the moment. But every moment, you know that you could be doing something that you're excited about. You, you probably wouldn't hear this at church because we're kind of scared to, to dive into this because we're worried, we're worried, seriously. But youth, you need to acknowledge that life is joyful because you might not know what you're doing at the moment, but you need to acknowledge that in every moment in the season of youthfulness that you're walking in, you could be doing something that is exciting and joyful and God-glorifying okay? because you have the capacity and the capabilities of being able to do that. Young people... I'll tell you this, as an old guy, no, I'm kidding. See, I'm, side note, I'm in this terrible place in life right now where the young people think I'm old, the old people think I'm young. I have no idea what to do. I'm 37 years old and I look like I'm 17. I could look like I'm 17. I behave like I'm 14 though, so I'll let it slide. But, but you know, older people don't, re- don't realize sometimes why should the volume be so loud, right, young people? They're like, why are you, it's not loud at all. What are you talking about? It's like, ah, it's too loud, you know? Well, heaven's going to have even louder sound, thunder and lightning, and you know, it's going to be crazy, so get used to it. No, I'm kidding. Okay? Sometimes old people don't understand why young people drive so recklessly, and I'll admit, I'll admit that I'm a part of the problem, too. It's not because I'm young, it's just because I'm Asian. Okay? I'm a terrible driver. Right? I wasn't going to go there, but okay. Sometimes you know, older people don't understand why young people have crazy fashion. Right? Why, why all white? What's wrong with him? What's up with his hair? Right? What's he got on his face? Did he fight with a stapler? You know? What happened to him? Why are you spoiling your beautiful face? You know? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes young people get away with a lot. Okay? We get away with a lot. We, we do a lot of crazy things. We get away with a lot. And if you think that young people are like, well, we don't get away with a lot. You have no idea how strict my mom is. Well, let me tell you. You can drink a rock star at 6 o'clock at night. I can't, okay? That bird, I'd want to kill it if I drank it, okay? You get away with a lot. You can have coffee and a banana for breakfast, and that will be your lunch and your dinner, and then at 2 in the morning, you throw a hot pocket in the microwave, and you forget that it's there, and then you eat it at 3 in the morning, and then you finally go to bed at 6, and then you get up at 9 and go hang out with friends, okay? You get away with a lot. Some of us just cannot do that. Look at this verse. Young people, this has got to be a favorite verse in the Bible. It says, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Or walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. We'll pause there. I'll get to the last part of that verse in just a second. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth. Young woman, rejoice in your youth. Listen. Sometimes we make this life so stressful for young people. When we were young, we did stupid stuff. And we learned from those mistakes. In fact, those mistakes are, are what made us who we are today. And this is the fear that, that, I'll tell you as a parent, this is my fear, that the freedom that I let my young kid walk in or the teenager walk in or the youth walk in is that the freedom they walk in will not be guided by divine inspiration. And so what happens is I become God in their life and I want to listen for them, for God, instead of telling them, you have the same Holy Spirit that's in me, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And I want to help them trust God, walk in freedom with God. And you know what? I used to say this to the youth when I was a youth pastor. If youth are going to make mistakes, let them make it over here. 
not out there where the idiot friends are going to get them drunk and sleep around and draw stupid pictures on their face. If they're going to make mistakes, let them make it over here. Because over here, there are loving people that can pick them up. There are loving people that can ask them good questions. There are people who can, you know, we saw that in church. We're like, we withhold judgment. We love actively, right? We love limitlessly and, and, and we, and we, and we uh, actively forgive. Thank you. So that when mistakes are made, we recognize that, hey, listen, you're young, you're stupid, but you've got a lot of passion and energy. I love your passion and energy. Your stupidity, let me help you with that. Right? But, but make mistakes over here, it's fine. And young people, I want to encourage you with this. God recognizes the hormones in your body. He recognizes your impulses. He recognizes how you want to dream big and have no idea how you're going to achieve it. And can I tell you this? God actually loves that you can dream big. God loves it that you can dream big. And in fact, religion will make you dream small. God wants you to dream big. Let me give an example of this, okay? David, he was a shepherd. I mean, he would say amen to this louder than anybody over here when he heard this. I don't know what I'm doing at the moment, but every moment I could be doing something that I'm excited about. You see, David, he was a shepherd. He was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm a shepherd. I'm playing a harp, right? The original hipster. <laughs> Drinking good wine, playing the harp, hanging out with sheep, organic food, organic meat, right? Plays with a sling when everybody else is shooting guns. He's like, no, bro, I got this, right? And, um, and it's funny because... Uh, he goes there and he hears Goliath calling the Israelites to fight him. I told you life is a fight and sometimes it's quite literally a fight and he says, come fight me. And no one wants to participate in the fight. Guess why? Because they went remembering God. Because they went remembering God before the evil came. They went remembering God before old age came. They went remembering God before death came. They forgot all about God. David remembers God and he enters the fight. He says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who's questioning my true and the living God? So he gets in, but check this out, okay? It says in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 33, And Saul said to David, Now Saul is the king, David is the shepherd, the youth. Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight him. Youth, how many times have you heard this? You're like, I got this man. That dude's coming down. I know my God. I heard my youth pastor preach. He's from India. Dude, he said, my God can do it. Ah, my God can do it. And Saul is like, simmer down that young man. Right? Whatever American dads would say. Right? <laughs> he says, Saul said to David, you're not able to go against the Philistine to fight him. Why? For you are but a youth. And he's been a man of war from his youth. Hey, he's old now. From his youth he's been fighting. Well, David's got to get a start somewhere, right? One of the best things that I love telling youth is the passion that God puts in your life now, don't ignore it. Because when you're 50, 55 years old, you're going to wake up and wonder, why didn't you chase that passion that God put in your heart? Rejoice, O young man, your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. Tan, 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 are you ready for this? But, there's always got to be a but, even in church and in the Bible. Why? Right? But, know that for all these things, God will bring judgment into your life. God will bring you to judgment. Now, there are two ways you could look at this. Okay? Youth, go have fun, but hey, God's talking the fires of hell. Just watch, he's watching you, okay? But you keep your pants on, because he'll just throw you as wood in the fires of hell and burn you. That's not how it's supposed to be read. Okay? Youth, I want to give you three things. There's three things for you, youth. With a loving heart, I want to give you three things that will save you from the coming judgment, because there is a coming judgment, and God is a just God who will judge everything, every word, every action. And I want to give you three things that if you can keep in mind, that if you can paste on, your, on, the, on the mirror of your soul, 
I think you will not fall into this judgment. The first thing is don't hurry yourself. Do not hurry yourself. You're a youth. You are young. You're a teenager. You cannot mature overnight. Do not hurry yourself. Because when you're in a hurry, you start listening to man. And you don't listen to God. And sometimes when you're youth, God will teach you to be still and know that He's God. Because when you're youth, you want to go, 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 go. And God would say you need to slow down. Do not hurry yourself. You know, um, a lot of times, whether young or old, uh, you like to see people that are in leadership, people that have accomplished quite a bit, and you want to be like them overnight. And the culture does force us into that. You want, you want a million followers on Instagram overnight. You want you know, your YouTube channel to be getting crazy amounts of money and 3 million subscribers overnight. It doesn't happen that way. Don't hurry yourself and give yourself into depression and despair and count yourself as a loser because things don't happen overnight. You know, um, my mom will attest to this. I didn't mature overnight. Still haven't. <laughs> and a lot of things that I pursued um, was not really, you know, it didn't really lead me anywhere. But those were stepping stones for me to see God work in my life. You know, when I became a believer, I thought, man, Bible college is the way I should go. So I ran to a Bible college, tried to mature overnight. I lasted two days, they kicked me out. I didn't survive Bible college, they're like, yeah, you're still a little street, you gotta leave. Right? And after that, I decided I was just gonna be a street evangelist. So I started sharing the gospel to anybody that I'd spent time in the Bible all day, and then go out and share the gospel. I started a tattoo studio for a while. Two people died, so I stopped. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, it was just one. I'm kidding, I'm joking. But I was trying every way to try to get the gospel across. Started meeting with people in coffee shops. But you know what? If I could go back and change one thing in the way I did ministry, I tried to act mature before I was mature and not let God give me time just for me to be an idiot, to be a youth, to learn from my mistakes and not live in fear of, I gotta act well, I gotta walk well because I'm now preaching the word of God. It's okay, I'm young and I will do stupid things. You have grace for me and I'll have grace for you and praise God that God has grace for all of us. Don't hurry yourself. Second thing I wanna tell you, don't hurt yourself or others. In your freedom, don't hurt yourself or others. This is what I mean by this. Substance is hurting yourself, okay? Obvious, but bigger than that, as you walk in this freedom, don't leave dead bodies in your path. Literally, of course, but also relationally. If you are using your freedom to get into relationship after relationship after relationship, and then as you see your track record, all these friends that you made, they're no longer your friends, watch out because God will bring judgment over you. That means you're abusing people, you're treating people as meat and not as human beings. Don't hurry yourself, don't hurt yourself, or the other people that God brings in your life. And the third thing, the most important thing, is do not forget holiness. Youth, do not forget holiness. So if you were to put this into three questions, the first thing I'd ask you is, what are you in a hurry about, youth? What are you so much in a hurry about, all dressed up, nowhere to go? What are you doing that is hurting you and hurting others in your life right now? And the third question is, how is your spiritual health? You see, you will face many, 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 many temptations that's gonna be very hard for you to run away from, okay? But if you, like David says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And you know what, you will still sin and you will still fail. You are not gonna be perfect in many areas of your life when you're a youth as you grow up. But it says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, it says, for all that's in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eye and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. 
and the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. And that's what I mean by, don't forget holiness, seek to do the will of God. And if you're having a hard time seeking the will of God, go to your parents. Go to other believers that you trust. Say, man, I'm having a hard time seeking the will of God in this. You tracking with me? So we saw that life is a fight. We saw that the way that we, we wage this war, the way that we win this fight is by remembering God before evil days come. We remember God before old age comes. We remember God before death comes knocking. And the question is, how do we remember God? We remember that life is sweet. If you've lived a long life, you've got memories that you can thank God for homework. Write down at least 10 things that you can thank God for of God, what God's walked you through. If you're young, remember that life is joyful. Life is joyful. You might not know what you're doing, but there are a lot of things that God's put in front of you that you can be excited about that's right here and now, even though you do not know the end goal of your calling that God's calling you to. Let's bring this plane back to the ground. The third thing that Solomon's going to say, and this is for everybody. This so far is nice, isn't it? It's encouraging, right? Yes. Don't leave me hanging, man. Okay. <laughs> but, but you have to acknowledge the pain. Okay. What he's going to say is, you need to remember God. If you want to fight this fight well, remember God, and you have to remove pain. You've got to remove frustration. Remember and remove. Acknowledge the pain. This is what I mean by it. There are hurts and pains in my life. Amen? Yeah. There are hurts and pains in my life, but I am going to be real with them, and I will not give up the fight. Folks, there are things that you cannot change. There are things that will cause you pressure, there are things that will cause you discomfort in this life, and there are things that's not going to be completely out of your hand, that other people will decide for you. Your boss will fire you. Your spouse will leave you. Your child will get into drugs and will cause you pain. And I'm not here to preach a gospel that tells you come to Jesus and magically all these things will be removed and you'll have a unicorn instead of a car. <laughs> you will have pain. But God's word tells us to acknowledge this pain. He says, verse 10, remove vexation from your heart. Vexation is frustration, it's worries, it's hardship. Remove them from your heart and put away pain from your body. For youth and the dawn of life are vanity. You see, when you're thinking about what was and what could be, it's all vanity, it's all vapor, it's habel, it's useless, it's pointless, it's meaningless. That's all the time we have for today, but we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014 Eagle, Idaho 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store. 